are rolling. This is it, episode 481. No Laugh Track podcast here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, each week we're here with the headliner. I am Justin Severson, the host. I am here this week three times, Kurt Braunohler. You have been here with me on this stage, and here we go again. Today's three, by the way. Today's say. three? Today's All right. three. This is my fourth time here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I guess I missed it we once. We skipped one somehow. We I don't. I don't. Uh, I blame you. I blame me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I was available. There's 481 episodes of this? See. That's amazing. I know. That's amazing. I know. Wow. Yes. Holy shit. I know. Congratulations. Thank you. The first one you and I did was back in 2014, Chris. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. For real. Look for at that. Real. Nothing's changed since then. Nothing has changed. Everything's the lives. same. You're right. The world's the same. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the last time was in 2019. Mm-hmm. And a whole shit ton has happened since then yeah. as well. <laughs> as we both know very well. Um are you still living? You're still living in like an, you're near, or, near or around Los Angeles area. Yeah. Yes. Living straight up. So I uh, one of the first things I did this morning is opened up uh, social media because uh-huh. tra- my bot my brain is trained. Oh to yeah, do that of course. Immediately. Yeah. And uh, one of the first things I saw on my Instagram feed was a news story out of Van Nuys Middle mm-hmm. School. Uh huh. Are you familiar with Van I, Nuys? Middle I know school? where Van Nuys is. Okay. I don't know the middle school specifically. Probably be weird if I did. <laughs> Could you name the entrances into Van Nuys Middle School, Kurt? <laughs> Are there fences around the school? No. Uh, so you didn't see the story that I saw no. this morning. Uh, d- uh, middle school students treated for possible overdose of fentanyl? Well, that was the concern on uh-huh. why this is a headline, but no, it's actually funny. Because they overdosed on weed gummies. Yay! (laughs) I mean, it's still not fun. That's terrifying. Because we have, like, I get, we have a, a, for my podcast, Bananas. Yes! Out every Tuesday, folks. Uh, We get, we have a a weed, like, supplier, like, who we advertise for. And so they send us gummies. And so they're in the fridge, and I have a a five-and-a-half-year-old and a three-year-old, and I am terrified, and they love nothing more. Than candy. Why did we make the weed things candy? Like, couldn't we? We could make them anything. It could literally be anything. It could look like a Weetabix cracker. Do you know what I mean? And instead, it's like exactly what children want to eat. Right. And so I'm terrified that they're going to somehow fall out of the fridge. In, and directly the, into their mouths? And the, no, it, they wouldn't even have to be. No, I know. If it's a, in a bag on the ground, a child is going to pick it up and be like, oh, yeah. Also, it's candy. So they're going to be like, I'm not showing my parents this, That's that right. I have it. <laughs> That's so right. I'm going to hide it, and then I'm going to eat it later. It's terrifying. I don't know. I mean, like, what? Are, how am I supposed to have drugs in the house anymore? <laughs> That's my question. What the fuck? Why are drugs so child-friendly? In my day, drugs were powders, and they were smokable things, all right? Kids are not... It's hard for a kid to snort a line of cocaine. It feels bad for them. Nobody's parents were keeping the cocaine in the freezer or fridge. (laughs) It was in a drawer somewhere. I do. I have thought forward a couple years. You have an older child. Yes. Uh, Like, I'm going to have to have a lockbox for my drugs at a certain point. Yeah. There, where I just like, that's just, it's in my office. I don't know. Do I get a safe? Do I get a safe and put things in and then lock my drugs up in there? Yes. You do. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Absolutely you do. All and right. then when they go, Dad, what's in the safe? I say guns. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so small? Tiny, <laughs> tiny guns. They're, 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 child, they're for a child's hands, but they're dad's. <laughs> <laughs> they're kid handguns, but don't, you, don't, you, know, you don't want to play with them. 
I just I, I will move on real quick here, but I just want to read the uh, description of uh, CBS Evening News uh, of this incident. First responders say multiple middle school students were treated for a possible cannabis overdose after reportedly ingesting edible marijuana projects. Which, that's an interesting word to use. Marijuana projects. Marijuana projects. Authorities say students range from 12 to 14 years old and were found to be in mild to moderate distress. 12 to 14? Yes. I mean, look, man. I, I think we've all experienced edibles. Edibles are, uh, like, if you take too much edibles, it is awful. It, for a 45-year-old, it would be awful. For a 12-year-old, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I, think I first got stoned when I was 14. Uh, but it was off of leaf. It right. was it was like someone grew had grown marijuana, and this was just the leaf. And so we were smoking leaf. Not oh wait, bud. not the bud. No the we were, leaf. We were smoking leaf. Oh, that's very low quality. Very very low quality. And still, I was just like I was all the way up in Isle Royale. Do you know where Isle Royale is? It's no. in Lake Superior. Oh, it's like the yeah. most northern part of the United States. Yes. Um. And we smoked weed with my brother-in-law and then came out and it just so happened that the um, northern lights were uh, happening enough that you could see them that like far south. Hell yeah. And it was all these people laying on a dock like looking up and we're like, what's happening? You know, like we came out and everyone's just like laying on the ground and we're like, "Is ever, did everyone die? Like what's going on? And Everyone then, drank the same thing. And then we were just like, and then we like, I guess we got, we got to lie down too. <laughs> and, uh, and then it was like, it was the most, it was, again, it was the most gentle amount of t- THC and it was the most gentle kind. You could kind of, kind of make out every once in a while a little bit of light in sure. the sky. But then after that, it was pretty magical just walking through the woods. I don't know why I got onto my first time smoking uh, weed. I got you. I have a suggestion. Why yes. don't you contact this company that uh, sends you the edibles yeah. that, as the you know promotion stuff? Ask them if they just have leaf. See what they say. <laughs> I'm looking for some just leaf gummies. <laughs> I want to. I want to be able to eat like a whole bag and not get high. I want to bring it back to the, what I started. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I can't. I I wish. I wish I could do. Marijuana, still, I can't. No, no, I wish. So it's everywhere around it. you in California, and you just. I mean, if you it. told me as a whatever eighteen-year-old when I was smoking so much weed when I was eighteen, you told me as an eighteen-year-old it's going to be legal. You could walk into like an Apple store essentially and buy any kind of weed and be and able to you, afford it, and be able to afford it, and you will not do it because you are not interested. I would have been furious. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm furious with myself. Yeah, you're doing it wrong as an adult. <laughs> stop, stop growing up. Stop right now. Stop right now. Well, uh, Kurt, it is great, great to have you back here at Acme. Happy to be back. How was the show last night? Fantastic. What a great. It was a great, especially Thursday night. It was a beautiful crowd. Yeah. Uh, the outfit you're wearing on stage is that nightly? <laughs> no, I, I wore overalls last night, <laughs> and I will not be wearing overalls tonight. Um, was there? There was no emergency late at night. That's what I would fear wearing overalls. Is there's? Oh. A, I, I'm rushing to the bathroom and I can't make it because I'm trying to unfasten these things. Yeah, they come. They, it's just like it just falls down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy, and it has a zipper too for for just for pissing, uh, <laughs> a piss zipper, and. But no, I won't be wearing my overalls. That was literally just, I was like, I've never worn these before in public. I'm going to try wearing them in public. And I uh, loved it. Got a, <laughs> I don't know how many, if you asked, if you took a poll, I would say 
uh, people who liked it are in the minority, but they're a vocal minority. <laughs> we always love the vocal minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I have to uh, point out that I have uh, work as a house painter uh-huh. sometimes. Yeah. Well, uh, often. And do you have overalls? No. Oh, come no, on. No, but I think about it all the time. Get some overalls. Because it's so traditionally yeah, yeah. known. Yeah. White overalls, right. right? That are covered in paint. I have Classic. White, I have a white hat. I have yeah. white. Pants, right? Many, multiple pairs. White T-shirts. I like to wear to yeah. look professional. I do not have the overalls. Get them, but I should. You gotta get them. I, I really should. Right? <laughs> you can get. <laughs> I don't know if Carhartt has white ones. Carhartt has like different color ones, so I don't. You'd have to find who has white overalls. They're out there somewhere. There's. Oh, they definitely yeah. are. We've seen them, right? They, they are out there somewhere. Congrats on the new special. Thank you very much. So good. Well, thank you. I did the four ninety nine rental and yes. watched it recently. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, but when is it available free? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It is. December 16th, <laughs> it will be available free on YouTube. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for giving me four ninety nine, pal. There's uh look, I don't see any of that money. <laughs> that goes to paying back the production company that right. funded it. Right. Uh, but you made it possible for more comedy to exist in the world. Happy to um, help with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it will be available for free December 16th. Okay. Yeah. Um, when was that recorded? That uh, was recorded uh, August of 2021. Is that right? Yeah. So like right in the middle. It was right before like the Omicron surge when like things were like kind of calming down. It was like, all right. And then like we booked the the venue and it was in Colorado and Denver who had pre- they had pretty lax laws. Um because it's Colorado, not because it's Denver, and uh, and then it was like, all right, it's coming up, and then like r- the next week, it was like, oh, Omicron's a big problem, but we just got in like right before that. Were people in uh, masks in the crowd? No. Uh, somewhere, somewhere. Okay, yeah. but it wasn't required back then. I'm trying to think. Did I picture? Did no, it wasn't required. Mask? No, okay. there it wasn't required. Also, I tried to have no uh, shots of the crowd. So in the whole special, there's two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, we just couldn't not. There's like just, you know, some camera things you can't get around without having the shots of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. And I, that is a, it was a response to the way Comedy Central used to shoot their comedy specials. And my first special was with Comedy Central. And they require, like they have like mandates about how many shots are of the crowd. Oh. And they I also sweeten that. the audio to a point which sounds awful. Um, and so my feeling was like the audio was completely natural. It's exactly what happened in the room. And uh, and there's no shots of the crowd. Yeah. Because I was so sick of seeing so many shots of the crowd and all the Comedy okay, Central okay. stuff. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. So last time you were here, we um, I think we, we covered about how you, at that time you were doing probably, I think you said... It was mostly new material, maybe yeah. just a couple jokes that were, uh, you know, from you know older that had been in your act for a while. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing, so I'm guessing, putting I'm putting things together now. A lot of that was what made. Yeah. This special. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah. And then now, I, you know, I heard the set last night. There's, yeah. It's mostly new. Yeah. It's like you did it I would, again. I would say forty minutes of new material. Yeah. Nice. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I was, I've been having, to, I've been building and building, but this was the first gig I've done since the special came out. Okay, and so I was like, okay, like let's really try and not do any old material. Yeah, yeah, okay. and so I'm like, my closer is very old, 
It's from like my first album, so no one's heard it. <laughs> um, and so I still don't have a closer. You know, like I really need an opener and I need a closer still. But everything in the middle kind of, it works-ish enough and it'll keep getting better, I think. So uh, will you, have you already or will you go back and listen to last night's set? I, I did record it and I will probably listen because I just want to see which jokes need to be rewritten. And I th- and I remember and I should have had a pen with me because I think that that's the easier way to do it. Just like market, just like market, like that one needs to be written. This this one. Sure. And I, I think it happened like maybe three times where it was just like it just petered out, and I was like, oh yeah, there's now nah, I don't have any more of this. <laughs> then I need more. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a couple, and I think I can actually just remember. I would prefer not to have to listen, but you know, <laughs> that's the reason I record it. Yeah. Did, speaking of that, did you uh, were you doing part of the editing for the special? Like the yes, we did. Yeah. You yeah, did yeah, a lot yeah. of that. And jo- Jonah Ray, Jonah Ray Rodriguez yeah. directed it. Uh, and so yeah, we were just like we just worked on it together. Uh, you know, cut by like shot by shot, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Took okay. a long time. <laughs> it's fantastic. The um, have you got? Is there been any blowback from Shell Silverstein fans? No, no, not yet, because I don't think enough people have seen the special yet, which was like, I started the show last night, yeah. but like, has anyone seen the special? And like one person in the back corner was like, and I was like, actually, it's good for me, because there's no pressure to like, I have to do new material. Yeah. Will you check every night? Or um, is that enough? I think I will. Yeah. I think I will, yeah. Okay. Just to get a feeling of like, what is it at this point? And also, it, it kind of like gives you, <laughs> you work so hard to put out a special uh, and then you get it out into the world and then uh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like there used to be this idea that like people were very much like you cannot burn material. Once Once it's out in the world, it is burned and you cannot do it on stage. And now it's like, Burn your material every single day on Instagram. Like, that's the new model. It's just like, put your jokes on Instagram. That will get people to come see you in the audience. If they've right. seen one joke, it doesn't matter out of a 45-minute set. And then it used to be that, like, the special was the thing. And now the special is just so much not the thing. The special is for for a very niche audience of people who watch comedy specials. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Other than the Chappelle special. You know, like, that's like Chappelle's special and... I mean, I don't know, maybe Amy, if Amy Schumer had a new one. You know, like something like that where it like, you know, like the, the fact that comedy specials are nominated for like, uh, like Grammys is crazy because there's no way that anyone's listening to the majority, like even a quarter of the comedy specials put out, you know? Correct. They're literally just like, who are the big names? All right, let's give it to Patton and we'll give it to Dave. Yeah. Oh, we'll Weird give, Al you know, put an album out. Yeah, we'll give it to Weird Al. You know, it's just like the same five names over and over and over and over and over again. Completely agree. They, yeah. They're not asking me. Yeah. Because I would have some different opinions. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing a few more than the top five most famous comedians each year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one uh, one thing I want to point out from the last time we did this back in uh, 2019 is you uh, were mentioned to me, yeah, I'm just starting uh, putting old bits on Instagram. Oh, really? Yes. Whoa. And look where we are now. Look at that. I mean, it is insane. Yeah. It's insane that it like, I really got disillusioned recently with it. Because I was, you know, I was really kind of like, knowing that I had this special coming up and that I wanted people to know that it existed. So then I really started like ramping up my usage of Instagram Reels and TikTok and 
uh, YouTube shorts, and just posting every single day. Every single day, a new comedy bit. And uh, it really, it, it increased my like uh, my Instagram following by a whole lot, like probably three by threefold. Okay. Um, and it simply doesn't move the needle in any way, shape, or form. Like no. it doesn't translate into tickets sold. It doesn't translate into people watching the special. It's just you're just, and at a certain point, you realize you're just giving content to Facebook. That's what you're doing, you know. Unless you're in like the two million mark. Like, it doesn't influence the the world for you in a real way. I suppose when they offer you, because I know you did Fallon uh, mm-hmm. right around that to yep. promote it, right? Now, uh, does your, now I'm not setting you up to, like, shit on Fallon or The Tonight Show <laughs> or something, but does your, has your opinion changed on, like, oh, my God, this is going to be the one that really gets into people's, you know, maybe 10 years ago, right. much earlier in your career, you do something like that, and it's probably a bigger deal than it is now? I, you know what? I, it's still a big deal. Okay. It is still a big deal. Also, I, I did a, a lot of late night, like, um, you know, between 2013 and 2016, I think I did the, the, I did the Tonight Show twice, I did Conan twice, I did... Um, I did uh, wh- who? What's Seth Meyers once and Corden once, all in that time. And then I was like, "Oh, none of it matters." <laughs> I was like, "I've done them all. I've done them all, other than like Colbert and Kimmel, and mm-hmm. who only really have brand new people on." Yeah. Um, and it does. It didn't matter at all. So then I just like I was like, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna submit anymore. I don't care." Sure. Um. And then when this special came out, I was like, oh, it's been like seven years since I've been on a, a late night show. And, uh, and I was like, oh, it'll be kind of nice to go to New York to do just five minutes of comedy. Yeah. And so it was very pleasant and it was nice. And like I bought a nice suit for it, you know, and flew to New York and had a really fun night at, with my friends afterwards. We went out to Keene's and got steaks and stuff. And then we went to Joe DeRosa's bar. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I want to go there someday. And got very drunk. Nice. With Joe. Uh, and then, yeah. So it was I really, assumed. Yeah, it was very pleasant. It was just like, uh, it was, it, I was a more mature appreciation of doing it. Knowing that it doesn't change your career. It's just simply a very pleasant thing to go and like you know, be on the same show as Octavia Butler and Seth Rogen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. How about uh, this podcast you've been sticking with for a few years now? Bananas. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats really, on that. Thank you. That's been that has moved the needle. Okay, and that's what I'm wondering. Yes, like, I figured. Bananas is like has been a very positive impact on my life. It's been great. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a strange news with me and my co-host, Scotty Landis. Uh, so it's just like strange news headlines. We have guests sometimes. Uh, and then they're just jumping off points for us to tell our own weird stories about our life. It's great. Yeah. I'm oh, a, I'm a fan. Oh, I listened, uh, I've listened to quite a few. Uh, one of them recently was the one with uh, Acme uh, people might be familiar with Chloe Radcliffe. Oh yeah, because she uh, you know has performed here. in Minneapolis oh, was nice. one time a Minneapolis comic. Used to perform oh, here. Oh for real, I didn't know she came up here. Bit yes, nice yeah. So she was a guest, and I on the one I listened to, you explained how you found out about her from the algorithm. Yes, crazy, one hundred percent crazy. I just yeah, because I just primarily watch stand up on at Instagram. And it just like suggested me her. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Isn't that crazy? Uh, and I love the fact that uh, your co-host calls you Curdy B. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was what my mom always called me, and I really should have changed my name to Curdy B early in my career. Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe not. I can't go back and forth. Because now Cardi B, like Cardi B is just so big. If I was pre-Cardi B, Curdy B, it would be very funny. It would be so great, <laughs> Kurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you could be going after her. I mean, you know, tongue in cheek, but going yeah. after her so hard. Yeah, it would yeah. be fantastic. <laughs> ah. But well. also, it's a, I'm a, it's a very different comedian. Who's named Curdy B? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like is. on the on the marquee, Curdy B, and it's just like, who? What is that guy? Is that guy? Does he juggle or does he do like uh, yo-yo tricks? Uh, he's zany. That's what mm-hmm. he is. Curdy B is zany. He's definitely zany. And I could have gone down that track in my career easily to be <laughs> zany. So you, uh, people don't know you even have toured with bananas. You came to yes. Minneapolis, did a live show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we did it over at the Parkway. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a great theater there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Um, I know in one of the episodes I listened to, you, you guys were, I don't even know how much you were joking about what if you did a uh, cruise someday? Yeah, no, we're not joking. For We've real? Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I talked to, because uh, we did, I did one years ago with uh, the Max Fun crew, um, that that they have a podcast company, and it was like all their podcasts, yeah. and then they had a bunch of comedians come on as well, and it was just like I don't know four day four day cruise to the Bahamas from Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was very it was it was very unique and strange and weird and the, like, perfect for like what bananas does, um, and also we're very like fan forward too, which I think you have to be kind of as a podcast, and so I think it would be a really really neat thing to do. We wouldn't be able to you know sell out six thousand people are on one boat but you can just do it where it's like there's 300 people and they're all bananas fans and then every night they have like three shows they go to or whatever i can tell you that uh you you mentioned a little bit earlier that uh, you bought a new suit to to go on fallon yeah kind of look you know it's nice to have an excuse to spend some extra money yes right yeah yeah yeah. i would love to go on another cruise yeah i went on one once my first marriage but that was the honeymoon i loved it yeah i know people are like shit on uh, cruises all the time i read a really good time i like being treated like a king (laughs) because it doesn't happen yeah right exactly yeah so you're in a boat yes i would love an excuse to go on another one so if you get that together we're gonna we're we're looking into it we talked to some um immediately someone reached out to us they're like i work for a cruise line like let's Let's talk and I'm like, yeah, let's talk, let's do it. Sure, they're probably like, please, we need different <laughs> entertainment, please. We need different clientele, please, please. Yeah, I'm not surprised every one of them's not reaching out to you. Um, so I got, I want to show you something I got in the mail yesterday. Okay. Um, this is funny because, um, I I ripped, I didn't mean to rip open the envelope. But I, but I did, and because of that, it looks like I got really angry at what's on this sheet of paper. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that'll, uh, that'll make more sense in a second here. So I got a uh, notification uh-huh. from – do you have a library card, Kurt? I sure do. Do you? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, my daughter is a voracious reader. Okay. So we get her 30 new books a week. Wow. Congrats yeah. on that. That's awesome. I mean, they're kids' books. You can read them in a second. So what? That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So. <laughs> Well, I too have a library card, yeah. and we're still trying to teach our child how to use the potty. <laughs> so uh, I checked out Elmo's Potty Time. Oh, you! Were, this is true. Yes, I thought you had a sixteen-year-old, so I thought you were. Joking. I have a sixteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old, and three-year-old Kurt. Oh, I got remade. Yes, baby. In fact, I you think, went and did it again. I think that when Whoops, you were you here did it in again. 2019, my uh-huh. wife was pregnant. Oh wow, my second wife. Okay, and I don't think I brought it up because I was still like keeping it a secret. 
Uh-huh. Okay. To me, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so worried anything was going to go wrong. Oh, you know, right, right. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't believe in great. jinx. Well, thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Fantastic. Everything's great. I we a, just did potty training with our three-year-old. You did? Yes. And I, I uh, did you use Elmo's Potty Time DVD from the library? I did not. Okay. <laughs> well... Justin Severson, our records show that the item listed below have uh, either been not returned or have been returned damaged. Mm-mm. Yeah. Libraries are supported by public tax. Now they're guilting me. Libraries <laughs> are supported by public tax dollars to provide public service. As a steward of public funds, we must ensure missing and damaged items are replaced so that all community members have access to them. Da, 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 da. I owe them. Seventeen ninety nine. Seventeen ninety nine. New new Elmo DVD for a new Elmo DVD. Did you return it covered in shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason work. they said this letter. It was covered in human shit. <laughs> so here's the crazy thing: we never watched the DVD <laughs> because I don't know if you've ever checked out a DVD from the library. Uh-huh. I, I assume it's the same everywhere. They have a magnetic, uh, it's magnetically sealed, basically. Uh-huh. And when you, before you leave the library, you're supposed to run it through this machine. And unseals that it. That unseals oh. it. I never did that. Because oh. I do, sell, you know, you, self, you check yourself out. What? And I didn't, I missed the sign at the library that said. How uh, do you prove that? that that's the that's the That how part. you do it. Right. Well, yeah. my wife said that to me last night when I was showing her this note. I was like, what am I going to do about this? And she's like, well, from their point, they don't know. I go, honey, I never opened it. She goes, they don't know that. I go, well, how did I seal it again? Yeah. With my own little magnet maker or whatever the hell they yeah. use. Yeah. Like, so uh, I have to go deal with this. But I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm going to go in and just tell them. Like, yeah. Hey, I never, I did return it, and it if it's damaged, it's from someone before. Yeah. Because we never opened it. I hopefully they believe me. Um, but if I bring the paper in and they see it like this, <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna believe you. No, they're gonna be like, be like, it seems like you treat things poorly. Right. <laughs> Do you have anything that's not? Did damaged? you mean? Did you mean to rip this paper? No, I didn't mean to rip this paper. Well, maybe you didn't mean to shit on the DVD. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> However, in case this doesn't go well and I don't get this settled uh, out of, no, I don't have to pay for it. Um, In case they say, no, you have to replace this. Yeah. I have already gone on eBay and looked for other copies. And? And I don't know if you know the trick. If you go on eBay and you want to buy something, you you know, something catches your eye. Yeah. You don't buy it immediately. Put it on your watch list. And if the person has been struggling to pay, uh, sell it. They will send you an offer that's cheaper than the posted price. Oh, really? I do this on everything I buy on eBay. Oh, wow. Honestly, nine out of ten things, you get a discounted price sent to you within 24 hours. That's great. Yes. Oh, wow. So I found the two cheapest Elmo brand new sealed copies of the DVD, Uh and I put them on my wait list last night, my watch list. So hopefully. How much? Uh, like f- not much. Five plus tax. That's great. Yeah. So or yeah, not yeah, yeah. plus tax plus shipping. If, Probably you know plus what? Tax as if well. you can find a way to nickel and dime the public library system, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> you can rest your head on your pillow, feeling you're a good man because you don't have seventeen dollars to give the public library system. Hey. <laughs> I would like to point out that I'm talking about replacing it with a new copy, not a used copy, a new copy. 
I mean, you have to because that's what it clearly states in this ripped up piece of paper. So you can. It's is that an option? That oh yeah. Just bring oh, the DVD oh, absolutely. in. Absolutely. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You also have the option to place the damaged item as long as the condition is new and the ISBN is a match to the build item. There we go. Uh, unclaimed items will be recycled or donated. Oh, yeah, so if I pay it off, I can actually have my damaged copy back, by the way. They, oh, okay. They are offering it back to me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so. That's great, because that's something you'll always use. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. elbow potty training DVD. I know. So just for the hell of it, I went on Amazon and looked uh-huh. at some of the reviews of Elmo's yeah. DVD, potty DVD. Oh, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> and it was like, uh, th- this thing, I, I did the one-star reviews. All right. Uh, I've only watched the full video once. First, it doesn't train potty train your child. Seriously, <laughs> did someone think it would? It's a DVD. Kids learn through actions. This is baloney. Uh, what a crazy person who doesn't understand education. I only watched it once. Yeah, it's not supposed to be watched a hundred times. It's a instructional video on how to piss into a tub. First and foremost, I was so nervous about buying another potty DVD. Another one? What? I was so... What is... Who... What kind of potty DVD abused this person? I didn't like how it didn't address the potty. It only addressed the toilet, and my little one is kind of scared of the toilet. (laughs) Kind of scared of the toilet? She tried to potty train a six-month-old? Like, what's crazy? But I will give, uh, on the flip side, my two, two-year-old two loves it. So it does have On the positive. flip side, my two-year-old loves it. So she is trying to potty train a child under two. Yeah, yeah someone who's still a... No child is afraid of the toilet because they can flush the toilet. Right. Flushing the toilet is like the... It's like you have a vending machine of water in your house. It's, it's so exciting to use for them. If you, the child's scared, it's not ready to potty train. Were you involved in the training of your children? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, of course. Okay, 100%. because I because you know we talk to other parents and they're like, I mean I have, like I have my two older kids. We got we did it with them and now we're struggling with you know this my youngest daughter, um, different wife uh-huh. and mom obviously, but uh, but other parents are saying this. Oh no, we send our kid to daycare. They just take care of it there. Like, yeah, that d- that's my not- mother-in-law comes and does childcare during the day, so we don't have the you know there's there's not six other little examples running around. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yeah. The um the daycare said they would do it. They did. They like forced our hand. We were just being so lazy with our second one. Uh, where yeah, we that'll just happen. Like, well, he's what? He's three. Three. Well, I guess we do have to do it someday soon. <laughs> just like trying to push it off as much as possible. Yeah. And then daycare is like, it's time. He needs to potty train. I was, we're like, all right, you shamed us. But then we still didn't do it for like another month. <laughs> And thinking, okay, maybe it'll just like translate, and he'll just come home and start using the pen. That does not happen. No, 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 no. Um, no, that's hilarious. But no, he he weirdly, we I think we, when there's a, a slightly older one, uh, it they want to use use it more. Yeah, because yeah. they see the that they're like whatever two if they're two years older. So my son always from a very young age wanted to do it, but just couldn't kind of handle it. Guilting a three year old unfortunately does not work. But you know what does work? Halloween candy. You get one piece of Halloween candy if you shit in the toilet. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And then then, then that becomes a problem. Because right. then they're just like, give me my Halloween candy right before I go to bed. I shit in the toilet. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this is terrible. Candy for breakfast. Can- candy yep, before candy bed. Candy for breakfast. Candy before the-, the two times my child shits uh, <laughs> is like 6 a.m. and right before bed. And so we have screwed, painted ourselves into a corner, but he does use the bathroom now. 
Hilarious. All right, we don't. We have very little time left. I want. Uh, you're in a movie right now that's on HBO Max. Uh, yeah, Barbarian. Barbarian. Yep. A horror movie. It is, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, written and directed by Zach Krager from Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah. Yeah. How was being in a horror movie experience for you? It was int- It was really interesting. You know, I'm in a scene that is, uh, uh, for the movie, the movie's very scary and very dark, and I am in one, one of the very few scenes, it's a flashback scene, that is like not dark and ominous. Oh, okay. And so, uh, so it was kind of like a normal scene for the most part. Um, the scene that's in the movie is, you know, w- one one eighth of what we actually shot. So we had the the scene was like a four page monologue oh, wow. that I was like just talking to this the the the, the main the main guy, and. Um, and like just talking to him, but trying to kind of trying to figure out if he, uh, if he killed our dog, um, and so it was like creepy. But then there was, but it's also very funny because he's a kind of aw shucks neighbor next door kind of guy. Yeah, and uh, it was a really cool thing to shoot. And also, I've never shot the way Zach was shooting. It was it was all one shot, so it, the camera started across the street. Oh, um, and cool. then like pushed in and then followed us yes. talking all the way up to the door where like I'm now on the edge of finding out what is inside that house and inside that house is horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like very, very close. And so the tension's very high. And then I just back off and I leave uh, before I see anything. But the, all of that got cut. So it's a very, a very f- shortened scene. But um, but we, it was shot in Bulgaria. And so they built an entire Detroit neighborhood in Bulgaria how in long, a field. How long were you there? Uh, I was only there for a week. Okay. It was just one day of shooting. Wow, Bulgaria. Yeah, crazy. And it was awesome to go to Bulgaria. <laughs> you recommend? Uh, I mean, I, it's a very far way to go. Um, we were in Sofia. And, uh, and Sofia, it's like a very Europe, you know, like the town center is very adorable. They have bars in all of the parks. So, like, you just go into a park and there's, like, multiple outdoor bars and you can just get drinks and walk through the park and it's awesome well that sounds all right it was very cool did you get to see the movie in a theater with other people i did i got to see it at uh, beyond fest did a screening in la how was that uh, it was a great movie with a yeah. group and you're in it that's gotta be yeah, yeah yeah it was really fun all, all the but you did you you know it's you know where the uh scares are coming I do, but I only read the script. Okay. You know, so things change a lot between. Sure. But it was fascinating how much Zach kept it to what the original script was. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Last thing I want to mention is I saw that you have something on Netflix. You're in, in something on Netflix coming out? Oh, Santa? for Murderville, yeah. Yeah. Yep. What is that? It's Murderville is a show where you have, like, celebrities come in and they don't know what the script is. And essentially, it's a murder mystery, and it's Will Arnett is like a detective, a hard-boiled detective. And so then you have, you know, they take the celebrity through all these different scenarios, and then they have to figure out who who did the crime, essentially. And so this is their, like, big, instead of, I guess, a second season, they did a big uh, Christmas special. So it's like, I think it's like an hour long or so, and it's got... um, I know there's like a surprise special celebrity at the end that I think they're not telling people about Dr. Phil uh, the other it's Dr. Phil (laughs) Uh, but the two who are in it are um, Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph okay yeah very cool very cool people keep it and I'm fully nude Huh? <laughs> and I'm fully nude in but it. Really? Yeah, which I don't know. I think I might regret when I see it. 
<laughs> Wait, fully nude and there's no like uh They they fuzz out my dick. <laughs> but yeah, but I didn't have anything on like I just had like it's like the privacy shields are like supposed to be these like essentially it's a sock around your dick and balls. Yeah. And um mine was like Oh yeah, we do. Like the wardrobe was like, Oh yeah, we couldn't get the one that's actually like so just like wrap this and I was like, What? And it's like <laughs> What? So it's just like tying I was literally putting my dick and balls in a sock and then like tying it together. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, so yeah, I just don't know how I feel. I'll feel about it. Is that the part of the wardrobe you get to bring home? <laughs> no, I did not want to bring that home. Also, but they have to like touch it afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they have to do something with it. Like they throw it out. What I'm does sure. that mean? They have to throw it out. Like it's a, it's around. Like I go into a trailer and get changed, yeah. and I don't do like I just leave it there. So someone has to come and pick up my ball, dick and ball sock and throw it away. Wouldn't it be great if they're like, Pacino used this one in <laughs> 1989. <laughs> this was Pacino's dick and ball sock. <laughs> How do you measure up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kurt, I want to go a lot longer, but we, we, uh, we all got to get to go do our stuff here. Um, hopefully I can give you a positive update on uh, Elmo's Potty Time yeah, please. DVD. When Next time back. I come back. Sooner than later. Yes. Yes. Um, people should follow you on all the social medias. Subscribe to Bananas. Yes. I'm a listener. It's a really good show. Oh, thank you. Uh, the mini episodes I really like, too. Oh, cool. The, with the qu- uh, questions from the uh, Yeah, from, listeners from the everything. listeners. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I, awesome. I really like those. Uh, the other thing, and then obviously come to the shows this weekend at Acme. All right, sweet. A bunch sweet. of great new material. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you.